No, 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 no. The, Tolkien's work, it, that's why his work is so amazing because it transcends all of this and we already know the template and they're following with it. They're using these tools as if it is the ring of power. That's why it was such an amazing thing of what the ring of power is. And what he did with the ring, it just, it, it blows our, that each and everything that we use on a day-to-day -day basis from the internet to this cancel culture to social media to all these tools that we have is amazing. Hi everybody. This is Elijah here on the Elijah Loving here on the Tifa Minds show. Welcome. I believe this is episode 114 and we are sitting in here on May 26, 2021. Today I wanted to talk about a bit about the Lord of the Rings. And um what the heck? Amazon? <laughs> You're about to step in a pile of... <laughs> it, it, it just... I. Yeah, I, I don't... I, I was going to say, I don't feel, feel sorry for you guys. It's just you're, you're, you're about to step into something. And you have no idea what you're stepping into. And you're, you have so much pressure that you've put on that you think that like it has to be a success yes it has to be because you spent so much money on this thing it has to be a success because and i think it really comes down to um some of these goofballs that, that like um bezos or um bill gates these individuals that have so much money that they couldn't spend it in 10 lifetimes. And they're... All this is about, and I think this is, is so incredibly simple. I mean, look at Ian Flinnings or like the... Um, James Bond sort of stuff. I mean, these these individuals are like perfect archetypes for for the villains. <laughs> like that's that's what we're dealing with here, and I it just it's it's quite amazing that I think we have completely. I shouldn't say we. Um, I'm looking for a particular quote that uh, Tolkien. Um, shared I think really sums it up I think one of the things actually and back out before I get to that is that one of the things that was so nice about what Peter Jackson did was that he wanted to remain true to the material to the to the author to the one who who put it all together that was that was his goal that was their goal it wasn't to, to throw in their own things, and it was to remain true. It, one of the things about Tolkien is that he hated being edited. If he lived during our time, I guarantee it, he would hate the cancel culture. He would be annoyed to, uh, of it of, of all ends. It would make no sense to him. 
I I have no idea about the family or the family estate or what dynamics go on there, and you know people get weird when when inheritances start taking place and sharing inheritance with the family or inheritance moves from one family. People get weird. Families get weird. Some families got it all together, and you know what? What we get is what we get. Our lives are about each other and are about are are, are lifting one another up. In, in ways that um, in, enrich our lives. And other families could care less about that damage. Relationships, who knows what it is. Tons of different things, I'm sure. But I, I just... So I have no idea of the, dy- dy- the dynamics there. But the other side of it, from, from the point of view of the individual like, like me, a fan, a fan of his work, that likes reading his work that likes the the idea that loves the, the the movies that that Peter Jackson put together because they held true to the identity of what Tolkien was putting together. And I'll read a quote here from Tolkien. Hopefully I can enunciate this correctly. But fantasy is escapist and that is its glory. If a soldier is imprisoned by the enemy, don't be uh, don't don't we consider it to be a duty to escape? If we value the freedom of the mind and soul, if we're partisans of participants of liberty, then it's our plain duty to escape and to make as many people with us as we and take as many people uh, with us as we can. That's one hundred percent correct. That's JJR token. That's what that's what that's what we're doing. That's that's why I'm writing these stories, and I think it's such an elegant way of putting the, together this idea of what is escapism, what, what to be an escapist, and what fantasy is, and creating these worlds, and, and the, the the ideas that he did of like creating the maps and putting together what these locations look like. And yes, there's no doubt that yes, you can take artistic liberty. But this whole thing about like, well, we need to put people in it from entire different locations of the world and put them into the stories that weren't there to begin with in the story simply for this fact of representation. How is that that if there's a point to the story that that fits, then yes, if we go back to that time, I mean, think about it this way, the distance from where let's say Asian individuals would be in Tolkien's world to the distance of where the Numenorean, or in other words, the Atlanteus or the sort of the, the flood analogies take place, right? Of the Numenor and the fall of the Numenor. All of that, that distance is like the distance from New York to, to Missouri or Kansas. New York City to Kansas City or thereabouts. Okay, if we go back just 200 years, it was like a massive deal for Lewis and Clark to get out that far. I mean, it was amazing. And then Lewis and Clark kind of doubled that and, of course, went all the way to the West Coast. But that was like 200 years ago, and that was huge, huge. We're talking about a time frame where it was like medieval knights and and armor and horseback and... 
the only thing that comes to mind with this whole representation thing is the fact that it, it comes down to power and control. And it's like these individuals are like, they, they have to be, trust us, we'll treat this good, we'll treat it with respect, we promise, we promise, we swear on, well, the nice guy on YouTube said it so well, we swear on the presses. Where have we heard that one before? We swear, I promise, we'll take good care of you. Yeah, you mean like throwing Frodo down into Mount Doom take care of us? No, 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 no. The, Tolkien's work, it, that's why his work is so amazing because it transcends all of this and we already know the template and they're following with it. They're using these tools as if it is the ring of power. That's why it was such an amazing thing of what the ring of power is and what he did with the ring. It, it just, it, it blows our, that each and everything that we use on a day-to-day -day basis from the internet to this cancel culture, to social media, to all these tools that we have, these amazing tools. We also, the whole bit on industrialization and from the end of the industrialization period, which is World War I, World War II period into our information age, this is, these are the rings of power. It, it can transcend time and place. It doesn't necessarily fit with like, oh, this is the Lord of the Rings is about World War II or World War I. No, it's much bigger than that. And that we have to realize that when we use these tools, we're dealing with the ring of power here. The elves all had their power, all had their rings with their powers and the dwarves and all these, you know, everybody had their rings of powers. And we have to understand that it all comes back down to these sort of, it's, it's about control. And this, this, poor, this poor guy or whatever he was that, that said this, that I want to, you know, I'm, we need more representation of the Asian in this story and that sort of thing. He wanted a job. I, I get it. He's, he's, he's trying to get into a job, into a big franchise that has made a lot of money. But in the end, if based upon what I've read with Tolkien stuff, it wasn't about the money. It was about the love of the creation of the world, of his, of his world. And like I said, that he didn't like to be edited. If the, the words that he chose were incredibly detailed and very deliberate. Incredible. So much so, that, that's one of the neat things about his story is that he put it together with his son and used his son as the editor-in-chief, so to speak, or the, the test subject of, hey, is this going to be something that you would like for a children's book type of a thing? And then from there, it went off and it it mushroomed into something absolutely amazing because it touched our hearts. It touched a chord of, of this creativity and creation of something new and exciting, but very innate that's already been there from generation upon generation. And I know this because of what he grabbed from, from the names of Gandalf and the Numenor and all these words were his language that he created, but it was based off of massive amounts of research that was grabbed from other cultures and other times and other things. Go pick some other story, Amazon. I, I, and I know I'm just some, I'm some little dude. 
I really am. I'm, I'm some small guy just, you know, speaking to the ether. This is sort of I'm on the, the town square on my sort, sort of soapbox saying, hey, but our words and that I, I know for a fact there there is a vast amount of us that feel this way, too. And it's 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 a shame. It's a shame that they're going to take this. But you know what? I guess how I feel about it is that it's actually okay. If Amazon does this whole thing and they burn down the village, the neat thing about it is it's not – when you look at it, you look there before – I don't know, before the Tolkien – took a hold of this and i guess in the you know in the in the 70s and whatever there was several attempts at this lord of the rings thing and those movies were they're kind of weird and goofy and they just didn't have the ability or the technology or whatever so on and so forth which we certainly do now which is why the temptation part of the ring kind of comes in but they they try to put these things together and really the only movie that sort of survived was was the hobbit as sort of like a, a good cartoon that that held true to the book for the most part but the other parts of the other stories i mean i remember picking them up at the library and then after reading the book and watching they're like eh, yeah these aren't these aren't lord it's a good try but it's not lord of the rings I mean, it has the, and I guess it has the enthusiasm, which is, it, it wasn't woke and those types of things. But, you know, it, it's, it's not quite there. <laughs> and it was all because he, he created this world from nothing, which is what, you know, C.S. Lewis did and all these other authors. That's in part what I'm trying to do. We're trying to do this sort of thing too. And in a sense, I know we're not the only ones. There's the others, one of us, that are trying to do this as well. Develop our own worlds. Develop our own fantasies, our own stories. And do tons of research and bring in type, those types of things that are important to that creative process. I'm telling you, Amazon, go make your own thing. Go make your own Game of Thrones. Leave Lord of the Rings out of it. You're, you're going to fall on your face. That's what's going to happen. At ElijahLoving.com, we need your help with the uh, last the colony crowdfund. Things are well progressing with that. Also, want to join us tomorrow at 6 p.m. Central Daylight Time for the live stream. That link or that video will be showcased at ElijahLoving.com as well. And we'll be talking more about the development of our poster that we'll be making for the project when we reach our, our full amount, our full funded amount. So really appreciate your help on that. Hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day and we will see you later.